I love that music. Strew Man here, the four outdoorsman. It is Sunday at 6 o'clock, and uh, every Sunday, Mark Lukey, uh, Sam Oftedal, who is not here. Sam is an old man, 33 years old, has got strep throat. Uh, yeah, I think me. he's got strep throat. You know, um, Sam gets sick a lot, but you know, I understand because he has a million kids. That hey, are... this guy named Shane was just in the studio. He's a big shot realtor. Yep. He's got five kids. He's not sick. Uh, he uh, he was very sick for a little bit of time, but uh, no, uh, I'm glad to know that Sam though was out there spreading it to everybody. <laughs> Erica Hansen's gig last night. Oh, is that right? He, he sent me a picture. Yeah, from uh, he saw my friend Erica. Um, Oh, that's Brandon, I, I have a bone to pick with you and Bob FM. Yes. Your the coffee banner. machine oh. has been down for two weeks straight. That's right. <sighs> Can someone descale that thing? Yes. Please do. I'm drinking hot cocoa like a five-year-old. <laughs> that's, sounds pretty good, though, to be honest. <laughs> it actually it is kind of tasty. <laughs> and I'm drinking true. chai tea like a $3 bill. You know, it's, <laughs> So uh, that's not like me either. But yeah, it's, we're, we, uh, we deserve better than that, Brandon. That's for sure. Anyway, so yeah, Sam's not here. Mark's here. I'm here. Uh, Brandon behind the glass is going to take care of us the rest of the hour. But we'll get through this without Sam. We've done it before, right? Yeah, that's why we have three of us, because uh, we're like, you know, a rotating cog. We're just a machine. One person can't show up, and we just, uh, we keep her rolling. Keep talking. I'm going to sneeze here. I'm the only one that's here all the time. You're yeah. traveling the world. Sam's always sick. Yeah. No, Brandon's here, too. Um it, life is good. You know, we have a, a great show tonight. We're going to talk all sorts of sports shows because there's three giant events happening in the Twin Cities this weekend. Uh, the Muskie show, we're going to have Paul Hartman on. Yeah. Um, that's a great show. I've been a part of that for a long time. The Outdoor News Deer and Turkey Classic is going on this weekend at Canterbury. Um, that's going to be a great show. Our friend Jesse Koskinimi is going to be talking all about bears and finding big bears because he is a big bear expert. He is. And we also have a lot of other friends at that show as well. Melissa Bachman. Um, she works hard, man. She's at every single show there is. I don't. She's never home, I don't think. For three straight months, I see her social media. She's everywhere. Yeah. Um, our, our friend um, Nick Munt from Bone Collector, who's been a guest on, was a guest on during our uh, state fair show yep. great guy he's going to be there and lee and tiffany i believe so a lot a lot of people there too and, and we're going to so talk they're going to gonna be at the deer and, and turkey, turkey classic, classic at, yep. the at the canterbury, canterbury. downs canterbury yep. downs yeah and uh in a few minutes here we're going to have darren from the northwest sports show obviously a northwest sports show huge deal here in minnesota um, one of the bigger shows that of the year so we're going to talk all about that as well do you know, I was, I was doing some reviews or research on the, the, well, both these, the Northwest Sports Show as well as the Minnesota Muskie Expo. Mm -hmm. They have hundreds of vendors out yeah. there. I mean, it is big, big time. You can, this, this is as many vendors as the Hardwater Expo, whatever it is in the spring at the River Center. This is big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's big time. And, and it's coming back, obviously. COVID really knocked out some of these shows for a long time. Last year, a lot of them had them, but they were kind of small, and a lot of people backed out. So. Yeah, they did some virtual stuff, didn't they? And I just yeah. can't, I just couldn't get into that. Yeah, I, they do They do some of that. They did, uh, you know, it, it was a batted down show, you could say. And I think this year it's going to come back with a vengeance. Things like Pheasant Fest broke a record uh, for attendance this year, so I think people are excited to go back to the shows and uh, hopefully they hopefully they have time to make it to all three because all three are great shows and we're gonna 
promote at least two of them here tonight. Going to promote four of them tonight because we'll promote the one that I was at last night, mm-hmm. Capable Partners. Wonderful organization. Uh, a couple of people I met, Brian and Bruce uh, Shriver, are involved with Capable Partners, and they're an organization that just helps the handicapped, physically challenged people get out in the outdoors and hunt and fish. And it's a wonderful organization. So I had a chance to, with my buddy Wade Ryan, to go spend some time with them there. And uh, their ban- their annual banquet, really well run. Nice, nice uh, uh, silent auction items. A lot of raffles, a lot of things happening. Then they Did you win up. anything? Uh, let's see. I outbid a couple people on uh, Pheasant Hunt at Sandpine, Bob Sandpine's place up there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sandpine, that Sandpine is um, um, a pheasant place up near St. Cloud. Yep. I forget the name of the town. I've been but, there yeah. uh, many times for um, all sorts of charity events. Typically. A lot of fun. And then uh, I also bid on, I outbid everybody on a robe. And uh, <laughs> a pair of slippers for Diana. <laughs> How and, much was that? Uh, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. There you go. That's I didn't, a deal. I didn't spend a whole lot of money. And then uh, uh, Wade Ryan, uh, he bid on a lot of stuff, but all he got was an Onyx app for ten or fifteen bucks. That's worth was. more than that. Like yeah. a full on Onyx uh, membership. They're a good partner of ours with the Flush. Yeah. Those, that's pretty valuable, actually. Yeah. And uh, she was excited about that. But food was great. People were really nice. Learned a lot. And they raised a lot of money for for the for the right reasons. So Where was it located? It was at, uh, it's called the Minnesota Banquet Facility or something like that on 65 in Fridley, right across the street almost from Crooners. Most people in this area know where Crooners is, uh, but really a nice facility. And I told these guys, it was a lot more mellow than our sportsman's dinner is going to be tomorrow night. We've got the Wildwood Lions sportsman's dinner tonight. Tomorrow night in Lake Elmo, and we have sold 225 tickets. I'm excited to eat, you know, possum, kangaroo, all the weird stuff they we always some, have. I think we still have, we got some bulls nuts again. Oh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Rocky Mountain oysters. Can't I think go we, wrong with those. Yeah, I think we have those again. The key so. is to cut them up real high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I've never, never cooked them. I don't know. But uh, but uh, they say that's what we had. And uh, so we had a lot of, yeah, last year we had boar, which do I wasn't Do you know a movie crazy. that referring to? Funny uh, Farm. Do you remember that one? I do, with, with Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Yeah. 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 yeah that, do you know what those things are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goat balls. Yeah, so capable partners, thanks for inviting me and my buddy Wade would to spend some time with you guys. And Bruce and Brian Sh- uh, Shriver from Capable Partners is going to come visit us tomorrow night at our sportsman's dinner to see if they can learn something from what we've done the last 38 years. And it'll be completely different because this their, their crowd is nice and mellow, you know, and ours is a little bit rowdy. But uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. 225 people are going to be there. Tons of silent auction items. I mean, some big, big time stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, looks like Darren is not answering. So we're going to keep rolling here. Maybe we can get him on next segment. Sure. So uh, we'll see about that. But I'll tell you, the sportsman's dinner that you host is a very, very well done. Um, you work really hard. I don't think you get enough credit for how many people you harass to get prizes. Yeah. You are just a bulldog that um, gets some great prizes. I think most of them are come from you in some fashion. Oh, uh, there's a lot of them, yeah. And so uh, you do a great job with that. I I always cheap out, so I hardly ever win anything. But I always put in. I like the raffles. There's a lot of gun raffles there. Uh, I was at it one year where first place was to the left of me and second place was to the right of right. me. Right. Yeah. Right. Remember Clowns that. to the left of me. <laughs> Jokers. No, but. I will win that sometime. I've been there 10 years. The odds are in my favor, right? It, 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 it'll happen. Or is it like roulette? Every time it's the exact same chance, so you're never due, right? Uh, you're smarter than I am if you can figure that out. <laughs> I don't know. Looking forward to that. But that was a lot of fun. Then we had sent 
a big weekend for hockey for Diana and me as, as well. We have our, everybody in our family skates. We have 10 grandkids. They're all hockey and all sports and whatnot. So our 12-year-old or 13-year-old granddaughter, Clara, was skating in the district for the U-12A. And uh, they won state last year, which is cool. But a lot of those girls went to the next level. So mm-hmm. Clara is on a, still on the same team. It's not as good as it was last year. And they, they knew that when they were going to go in. So they, yeah. they played today, and uh, they got knocked out by Forest Lake. So they're not going to the, the state tournament this year. Only the top two teams go to the state tournament. So Clara had a heck of a season. She's a good player. Uh, proud of her as well. It's fun to go out there. And this game was 3-2. to two. Um, It was exciting. So uh, she's done. And until the next thing happens. Yeah, my last hockey game was Saturday. So... I have about a two-week break until baseball season starts. Hey, did he make the team? Um, he he tried out for an advanced level. He didn't make it, so he's right about where he should be. So no, no big surprises there. Well, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased that he tried out for an advanced level to go to the next level. Good for him. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited. It's it's another level. It's like it's kind of like hockey where it's getting a lot more fun to watch. It's actually well, the skills. developing yeah. as a game. So. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great year, so I'm really excited for it. But I have two weeks off, so I'm going to go to the sportsman's dinner. I'm going to probably go fishing to Mille Lacs maybe on Saturday, and uh, it should be a good time. Without me? Who are you going with? Uh, my friend Eric, I believe, is coming back. Well, how about Super Strew? i got nothing going on you Saturday. want to come? Let's go. Let me look at my – have my people call well, your people. There is a lot going on. There's three sports shows you got to go to. I don't have to. I'm tired of signing. I'm tired of signing autographs. I'm gonna look at my phone right now. Saturdays, I think Diana's gonna be at the cabin, and when I'm at, she's at the cabin, I have free reign, pal. Uh, what month is it right now? It is March. All right, so I have a look at March 11th. Oh, I have a I have a retirement party for Diana's sister and brother-in-law. There so you go. Thanks for asking me. Anyway, no problem. All right, you can ditch out on that. We're gonna go ahead and do shoutouts right now. Sure. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, for writing in to the shout-out page. The shout-out picture is a picture of Will Goble, who caught some perch. We're going to have him on the last segment in an airboat, which is very cool. He fished on the river in an airboat. Someplace down by Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota borders. I'm assuming it's an airboat is used because it's safer on the ice, especially in rivers. Yeah, I but. don't think they go across ground, and I don't think across open water. I don't know, but we're going to find out. And he said, I'm telling you, I talk to him a lot about it. I talk to Will Goble all the time, a great kid that he's the— He's the fishing plumber or the plumbing fisherman or something like that. Plumbing, but uh, yep, okay. Plumbing fisherman? No, yeah, no, the fisherman plumber. I don't know. But he's a good kid, and he's out there all the time. He said this was one of the neatest experiences he's done and at a very fair price. So mm-hmm. we, and that's something that I, maybe they got an airboat bigger, big enough for you and Sam. Well, I'm excited to hear about it because um, you don't hear of a lot of perch fishing on the river, so that's kind of cool. And he looks yeah. like he caught some really nice ones. Yeah. And, and uh, so we're going to hear all about that. Um a lot of shout-outs to get to here. Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited says, with the snow coming down, we're still dreaming about spring. Dreaming of open water. Hopefully we can get out on the ice this week. Our friend Bill Katz says, leaving Las Vegas, have a great show, and see you tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, so Bill's coming to the Sportsman's Dinner, too, I guess, from Katz Covers. That's yep. great. He's got a couple people coming with him. Yep, leave me a lot of uh, fun. Craig Rudolph Jr. says, just got done with my kids' archery tournament. At the National Sports Center, my daughter took third in the 6th, 7th grade girls. Congratulations, Craig. And our friend Jesse Koskinimi, who we just talked about, says, looking forward to the next weekend at the Deer Classic. Hope all you bear hunters can come talk bears with me and have time to check out my seminars. I have a booth 
my big bears there in the booth. It looks like he's doing a seminar every day, so Jesse's going to be busy. And uh, thanks, everyone, for writing in. So there's a lot going on in the state of Minnesota. Like what? The outdoor news, of course, is where we get all our information. Um, it looks like there's a lot of bills out there that might affect outdoorsmen, and they're never good in whoever's controlling Congress right now. Well, you did more research than I did this week, so tell us what you're talking about. From Tim Spielman in the Outdoor News, Rep. Pete Fisher, DFLer from Maplewood, has a plethora. Do you know what plethora means? That's a big word. A plethora of bills that would affect outdoorsmen. Um, first one is basically reducing trapping to nothing. It, he wants to restrict the size of a full-body trap from six inches to four and restrict where you can place it. And people from the Trappers, Minnesota Trappers Association say that'll basically reduce efficiency to zero. So it's kind of a roundabout way to get rid of trapping. And he cites uh, dog injury as his main reason why. But uh, we all know there's probably other reasons they just but want to I, stop I it. I thought all dogs should be on leashes today. So what are they doing out there running through the woods and you know, getting into traps? And I guess the number of dogs caught in traps is pretty much negligible. Um, so it's just a, a backhanded way to get rid of trapping, basically. Yeah. So this guy doesn't like hunting and fishing. Basically, he's being paid off by somebody. Uh, also, he wants to ban all lead use under an ounce. So that would mean... Oh, you're talking about fishing now, not hunting. Fishing. So there's right. three kind of three waves of this. Anything under an ounce, that, that would include split shot. So that would affect a lot of people that can't hunt with split shot. A lot of people that make Fish. jigs that we know, our buddy at Mackle Attack. A lot of manufacturers that can't either afford tungsten or... Tungsten is, tungsten is a great thing to use, but it's more expensive. Sure. You can't really manufacture it here unless you have really high-end equipment which most don't have so it, it would really affect the fishing industry here there are no tungsten jigs made in the state of minnesota there might be but i think 99 percent of them are made in china so um all your small small time mark mark fisher just shook his head he says no they're not yeah yeah most yeah. of them are made overseas because it is um, it's just too difficult to do. You just need special machinery. It's not malleable like lead is. You can't just melt it like you can lead. And so that would that would put a big hurt on a lot of the guys that we know. Plethora. Plethora. Toxic, toxicity. What was that word? Um, I don't know. I'm on a roll, though. And and what was the last one? I must have played Wordle. What was the last word you just said? Uh, I can't remember. It was a real big word. That Elasticity? No, 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 no. Malleability? There you, what's, what the hell is malleability? Uh, lead is soft, right, and yes. heavy, so you can form it, shape it, right. uh, grind it down, uh, make jigs. Like a lot of people can make jigs in their own garage, right. uh, melting you know, stuff. So that's just, it wouldn't be possible. God, that's, I'm proud of you, man. Good for you. So let's hope that some sanity reigns and... Um, I understand. Well, how does something like that? Okay, this is just a bill he is bringing to. It's a bill, but when one party's in charge, things go through quickly. So hopefully, there's enough pushback where um, it doesn't just, you know, rifle through. Is is this a Democratic Party deal? It is. Yeah. Okay. We're controlled by the Democrats in all regards. And so it could go through. It could. You know, I would hope that there would be some saner minds out there. I'd like but, to ask, I'm going to ask Billy Moles about the trapping thing because he grew up. With his grandpa trapping for yeah. years and years and years, and see what he thinks about that. It's a uh, it's a it's a source of income, especially for nor northern Minnesota as well. Um, you know, beavers and, and pelts, and a lot of people, 
you know, it's hard, probably hard to make a full living on it, but it's extra money for people that do that. So, um, any law that makes that harder would not be good. Yeah, I think you're right. And the third trifecta part of his, um, bill package is to ban basically end hunting of wolves, which has been an issue for a long time, but it was always dependent on the federal, um, endangered species list, but this would basically ban it in any way, shape or form. So I don't think that solution is ever going to come in our lifetime about wolves. Know. It's it's just too passionate. There's just people that are too um, too passionate about not hunting wolves for yeah. some reason. But on on that note, uh, deer harvest has been down seven percent this year. Uh, I'm not surprised about that. I think a lot of it was affected by weather. Uh, it was really crummy the first couple of weeks, but. Um, overall it's down. And I think, um, when COVID first started, everyone was gung ho about getting outside cause it's the only thing you could do. So, um, harvest was down a little bit, but interesting enough, uh, it's been 10% higher for the muzzle loading season. So I think conditions were a little bit better later in the year. When, so the muzzle also oh, muzzle loading is after the, yep. after the rifle Typically. season. Yep. All right. So bow, bow hunting was down just a little bit before hunt before deer season, Deer season was down, which of course is the vast, vast majority of harvest, and then muzzleloader was up. So, so, uh, but you you contributed to the, the yeah. I shot a deer this year. I'm pretty boy. excited about that. Boy. I was with Nick and and shot it with uh, a shotgun. So have you had any of the venison? I've eaten it all, pretty much. Did you have any steaks or anything? Or just you just made it into stuff. Uh, I made a lot of steaks uh, of the prime cuts, you know, the tenderloin and backstraps, but made a lot of jerky and a lot of sausage, yeah. but. It's wonderful, and and none of us got any of it here, did we? Uh, did we? Did we get any? You want some? Of course, I want All some. Right. Yeah, bring it on. All right, you got some left, a little bit. I got some uh, deer brats left. I could give you. Uh, that's a that's a deal. All right. All right. Well, we're back next. We're going to talk to Paul Hartman of the Minnesota Muskie Expo uh, in a little bit. Stay tuned with Four Outdoorsmen. Checking in with the four outdoorsmen. Find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit devilslakend.com, and thanks. Your boating, fishing, and hunting season opens at the Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show. We're bringing hundreds of boats, fishing boats, runabouts, pontoons, and more. Plus fishing tackle, docks and lifts, marine electronics, hunting and outdoor gear. Book trips with resorts, guides, and outfitters, too. There's fun for everyone. Fishing seminars, live music, a trout pond for the kids, daily giveaways, and more. March 9th through the 12th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance. Shop boats and buy tickets at northwestsportshow.com. 
Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo is back in conjunction with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show and sponsored by Ranger Boats. Featuring seminars, retailers, resorts, factory reps, lures, rods, reels, guides, boats, and more. Kids will love making lures, trout fishing, and games. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo runs March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Warner Coliseum at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Frankie's Marine and Ranger Boats with the lowest prices on Ranger, Crestliner, and Lund. For more information, visit mnmuskieexpo.com. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey. Better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my power sports dealer for over seven years. Visit PowerLodge.com. Mark here speaking for my friend Sam, the owner of Capra's Outdoors, and Sam couldn't make it in tonight, but I have exciting news for you. Head down to the Northwest Sports Show this weekend. Capra's has a giant booth there selling all sorts of great stuff like G. Loomis rods, some of the best rods in the industry. They kind of specialize in G. Loomis rods. Other rods like St. Croix are also available. Um, Also get real combos and electronics. Head down to the sports show, say hi to Sam at the Northwest Sports Show, or stop in their store for great deals like 40% off FXR gear. Right now, Capra's Outdoors off Highway 65 in Blaine. I just I just uh, struck up, uh, picked up a Strike Master from him a couple of days ago. There so, you go. Yeah, so uh, Capra's is the place to go. All right. Is it, it my turn? Nope. Oh, you have a live read, too? I do, yes. Hey, I do. fire Arrow, away. Arrowhead Outdoors. Yes, that's our favorite bait store up in Ely, Minnesota. I tell you what, they want to remind you that now is a great time to, to plan your late ice fishing trip for slab crappies in Ely area. Hey, we're heading there in a couple of weeks by ourselves specifically for that and plan on hiking into the BWCA for another unforgettable adventure. You don't want to wait for that? Perfect, because the last snowstorm missed northeastern Minnesota, and that means ice conditions and travel on are excellent up there on the ice and on the road. So, hey, why not rent a fish house from Arrowhead Outdoors? You can catch your trout and panfish in comfort. That's Arrowhead Outdoors, arrowheadoutdoorsealymn.com. Today on Hey Culligan, smooth skin and soft hair comes from where? Here's Mike. Hey Culligan, I've tried every conditioner, lotion, and body wash known to man, and my skin still feels like sandpaper. It could be your water, Mike. Oh, that's harsh. More like hard water. Are you interested in smart, high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan Water? Huh? Want baby smooth skin and soft, luxurious hair? <laughs> yeah, can you hurry? I have a date tonight. We're already on the way, Mike. Let us help you out with the free in-home water test from a local Culligan Water expert at Culligan.com. Are you working way too hard for way too little? There's never been a better time to consider a career in IT. You can enjoy a recession-resistant career in a rewarding field with plenty of growth opportunities and often flexible work environments. Go to My Computer Career and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new career in months, not years. Take classes online or on campus, and financial aid is available to qualified students, including the GI Bill. Now is the time. MyComputerCareer.edu. Right now, at DealsOnRadio.com, you can get a ticket to Snowcross Nationals at ERX Motor Park in Elk River on March 10th or 11th for just $12. That's over half off, only on DealsOnRadio.com. You want to feel important? You want to be a part of something bigger? Something that matters and can help change things? You want to feel like you belong? Well, we felt that way too. 
I'm First Lieutenant Brandon Beatinger from Champlin, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Laughing and learning on the four outdoorsmen. Let's have some fun. Mark's here. I'm here. And my buddy Brandon's behind the glass. A couple of minutes, we're going to talk to uh, Paul Hartman from, that's Minnesota Muskie Expo, right? Yes, sir. That's going to be a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, we, we used to do a live broadcast from there. And I, 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 I'm in awe. We'll talk more about this with Paul. And you've done it a little bit. But mm-hmm. I'm in awe of all the equipment. People are hooked in this game. And I talked to a guy today at the hockey game my granddaughter's hockey game he had a walleye dan t-shirt on mm-hmm. under his jacket so we're talking fishing whatnot he's an, he's a he's an uh musky addict and my son joe says you know i've always wanted to try that he says don't <laughs> guy says man don't he said because it's a it's a uh once you start yep. you ain't gonna stop and yep. uh, so uh, so uh i'm looking uh, somebody i'll do it Someday I'm going to do that. But uh. Uh, I, I gave it a couple shots this year. It, it is fun. I've yet to catch a nice muskie, but um, I, I went with the best and got skunked, which is normally what happens to me. <coughs> but uh, do you have a couple? Uh, should, we, should we do a couple? Yeah. What, how does, what's that song, you guys? This Week in Barron County. Let's try it together. One, this, two, three. This Week in Barron County. All right, here we go. This week in Barron County. This is these are from a long, long time ago because we haven't done it for a while. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Say, uh, a police officer. There was somebody was mailed a, a notice for a, a, somebody got busted for fleeing officers on foot after he was pulled over on 11:02 p.m. on July 2nd. He had a pickup truck and they gave he gave the driver's identification. Uh, he ran down an embankment when deputies returned to their squad car. They couldn't find him. He was last seen on foot, and uh, they never found the guy. Fortunately, the fugitive gave valid and real identification, and he was busted, and his car was towed away. He gave the cops his, <laughs> and he ran away. Like, he's Here's like, my ID, and then he ran. Only in Barron, yeah, only in Barron <laughs> County. Uh, a gentleman was arrested for a DUI after deputies responded to a domestic assault call. He was the person who dialed 911 to bring deputies to the scene where he was the victim, but he had driven to the scene to be assaulted while he was intoxicated. Yikes. <laughs> uh, not, in junior, not in junior high school anymore. An adult male in Barron, Wisconsin, was served a trespass notice September 5th in the 1200 block of whatever street it is for doing ding-dong ditching on all the neighbors. A 20-year-old guy. You can get in trouble for that? I think so. It must be against the law. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, a woman, 52 years old, was cited for shoplifting and giving false information to police after she was observed concealing $472 worth of items from Walmart and passing all points of sale. She was then suspected of stealing a wallet containing cash and credit cards belonging to the store detective while she was detained. <laughs> <laughs> That's talent. That's talent, boy. Yeah, she, <laughs> It's tough to stop her. You got a guest here, buddy? Yeah, I believe we have Paul on the phone. Paul, are you there with us, sir? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We have a long history with the Minnesota Muskie Expo. Why don't you give us all the details of the show? I'm excited about it. Well, everything's uh, mnmuskieexpo.com. You can go there to get all the details. March 10th, 11th, and 12th. We're coming next Friday. 
Uh, we're over at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds for the second year, um, so parking's no longer an issue. We got 800 spots over at the Midway and Como lots over there. Um, it's a great event. Uh, you know, we got retailers, we got all the manufacturers there. Uh, it's in conjunction for the second year in a row with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show, sponsored by Ranger Boats. Um, Nelson Marine is bringing in uh, Lunds and Crestliners. Frankie will be over there with a whole bunch of Rangers. And with all the people having hard times tracking down boats this year, you can drop some down payment money there uh, at the show and pick your boat up Monday from either of the dealers. Um, both of them are kind of in the unique position where they have some stock items and actually a lot of boats on the floor. So um, hope you guys get over there. You know, we got seminars the entire time, three-day passes, $17. So come out there and, you know, kind of make it an educational weekend by taking in all the seminars. And Otherwise, it's just $10 a day to get in, and it gets you into both shows. We're talking with Paul. Paul, this is true, man. Here we're talking with Paul Hartman, but Minnesota Muskie Expo. Actually, it's called George's Minnesota Muskie Expo. I know all about that story. George Wall, what a hell of a man he had to have been. And you pretty much took this over from George, right? I did. I think we're 13 years in now. Good for you. Um, George, yeah, we're into the 30th year now. George ran it over at the Blaine location for the first 17 years. Um, was phenomenal over there and when you look at how much the industry's changed in the past 30 years um, back then if you had a 16 foot one with a 60 horse motor you were really in style oh, yeah now guys are running 21 foot boats with 400 horsepower and um you know with the uh, advancement in technology with all these forward-facing sonar side image you know chips that show you exactly where you are on the structure as far as uh location with gps it's just it's mind-boggling yeah, it that is. there's even a fish left in the lake with how advanced we've become. Well, Paul, it seems like musky fishing over the last 10 years especially has really, really taken off. It seemed like when we first started promoting you or when you first started the show, it was kind of a niche thing, right? There was kind of a few select guys that were really into it. It was like the big secret, but now it seems it really hit the mainstream how has that affected you and the industry in general over the last couple of years? Well, for the industry, it's been phenomenal. I mean, a lot of the basement manufacturers have popped up. Um, the big manufacturers, they've got nothing but bigger, you know, Thorn Brothers. I think they've doubled the size of the stuff they have in there now uh, from what they were 15 years back. Um, but then the challenge is that the fish are seeing more lures they're getting smarter. You got to do something to kind of stand out from the crowd. Um, at the show here, there's a lot of like custom colors that people are painting up. Uh, the new release of baits are coming out at the show. Um, there's one called the one. It's kind of the hot bucktail this year. Josh Borofsky's been working on a prototype for a few years and that's kind of our hot buzz this year. But yeah, the whole, the industry has changed where, 15 years ago, it was kind of easy to get them because they were dumb. Um, now the anglers have got a lot smarter, but the fish have kind of progressed with them, and you got to do something to stand out. So it's worth coming to the seminars, taking them in, picking up one or two tips from each one of them, jot it down on the back of a business card, put it in your wallet, and next August when you're out there struggling, pull it out, start looking at it. You know, maybe there's a few things that can peak your memory a little bit and get you to, you know, try something different that guys have had success with. But um, 
Yeah, I think it's the, the biggest one is it's become a little bit more challenging. It's always been the fish of 10,000 tasks, but right. now it's the highly educated fish of 10,000 <laughs> Uh, it's a mind game. <laughs> is there a new hot lake? You know, I know that Malax was just on fire a couple years ago for a while. And, uh, you know, it, is the DNR keeping up with the stocking program or is it mostly private or how, how do the populations look? And is there a new, new area we should look at this year? Uh, Thorn brothers stock $35,000 worth of fish up on, Vermilion last year, uh, the local chapters of Muskie's Inc. have, you know, done a good job of subsidizing, but the whole fishery across the state is, you know, started and maintained by the state of Minnesota for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, and for them, I, I think that they've lagged behind Malax. It was just a phenomenal fishery 15 years ago. They backed way off on stocking, thinking it would just maintain itself. And we watched all those fish get older, older, older with no recruitment behind them. And we kind of fell off a cliff there. Vermilion, there's, you know, they started stocking better about 10 years ago. So there's a kind of a resurgence, but Vermilion's got a little gap at those top end fish. Um, but don't, you know, don't make a mistake, Malax. We're doing a presentation for the state record fish that was caught by Eric Bakke right. out of there last year, 58 right. and a quarter incher in June. And um, the year before the state record weight fish was caught at, you know, beat out a fish from the 1950s from up on Winnipegosh. So Malax, even though it's, you know, it's a needle in a haystack hunt out there now, the fish you're looking for is still there. And my wife and I actually just built a place up there uh, where we're finishing it up right now. We started last summer, so that took up a lot of time. But if uh, if I'm going to build a place at Malax, I probably would be lying if I told you it's not worth driving. To. <laughs> you should stock it yourself. There you go. Raise some money at the yeah. uh, Muskie Expo. We're talking with Paul Hartman again of the Minnesota Muskie Expo. You mentioned Lake Vermilion. We have a hunting shack not too far from Lake Vermilion. And, and I remember the first time I saw some guy fishing with a two-by-four, you know, and I thought, what the hell is this guy doing slapping the water? And, and it's the first time I ever saw a muskie fisherman. And I think uh, Vermilion has been under the radar for many, many, many years. One of the guys I spoke to today at my granddaughter's hockey game, uh, he fishes muskies, has for years, and he spends more time now on Vermilion than he does on Malax. It's Yeah, Vermilion's really good. A lot of the lakes out west, you know, Pelican and Detroit Lakes, uh, Miltona, I think those are the highest stocked per acre in the lake. So, I mean, you're going to have the most encounters there. Um, Minnetonka was off the charts 15 years ago. Now we're not running into many people out there. It's another one that kind of lacked on stocking a little bit and got a lot of pressure. And, you know, musky fishermen can be their own worst enemy because you're, you got to handle the fish mm-hmm. correctly. You got to get them out of the water, get them unhooked back in and, you know, keep that time under a minute. If it's warm water, yeah. you got to keep it under 30 seconds. And if it's too warm water, you know, you get 80 degree water and warmer, you got to discipline yourself and just go fish bass, um, do walleye, do pike, something else, um, come back to the muskies once the water cools down. I think there's a lot of studies that show once it gets over that 80 degrees, uh, the survival rate of the fish just crashes. So we're we're, um, we're 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 talking about the Minnesota Muskie Expo. Of course, it's at the Warner Coliseum. I think that's a great place for you guys to be there. March tenth and eleventh and twelfth. You got so much stuff happening with resorts, tackle manufacturing, guys, retailers, seminars, boats. I want to talk about seminars. Looking at all the you have seminars every day, and out of all the seminars, 
there's only one lady, and that is uh, Sarah Trampy. What what uh, what does she specialize in? Uh, so she's got a well. She does a bunch on TV. A lot of followers on social media. Um, she's going out there. She's catching the heck out of the fish and Good. kind of making it look easy in a sport where it's the easy days are gone. Uh, so she's going to kind of give the woman's view of how to do this. And um, there's a lot of ways you can do it. The guys out there now keep trying to outdo each other with bigger lures, faster retrieves. Um, she's kind of, you know, stuck with just the regular musky fishing technique, tuned it in, and uh, she's going to share with the ladies in the crowd how to get out there and be able to outfish your husband and do it without having to break your back to do it. Uh, we have a guide panel right behind her. All the top guides in the state that we have at the show are going to be there. So oh, fun. stick around when she's done and catch up with them and uh, that's Sunday. Robkins wrapping it up for us. He was editor at Esox Angler along with Jack Burns. He's got a lot of little secrets that he's going to share. He's always come at it from a different angle and obviously catches fish that shows he's doing, thinking outside the box. We're going to wrap this up with you in a couple of seconds, but i got to tell you this. Whether you are a musky fisherman or not, and if you enjoy the outdoors, go to the Muskie Expo because – It'll blow you away. I've gone, I've gone a number of times, and I'd never fished for a muskie in my life. It is just so much happening there, and it's extremely interesting. And the passion that you see when you go out there is second to none. These guys are hardcore. It's going to be uh, March 10th, 11th, and 12th, Warner Coliseum. Um, how do they get tickets? Then we'll wrap this up. Uh, right at the front door, but make sure and bring the kids. we got a Fishing for Life's doing a trout pond there. we got kids' games. They make their own lures where we're taking airbrush, uh, spray paint and crankbaits. They're oh, putting fun. together bucktails, painting up plastic. So make sure and bring the kids. They're the future of it all. You bet. Um, everything, mnmuskyexpo.com, that'll tell you all the other secrets. You've uh, done one hell of a job over the last 25, 30 years, and just keep it up. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to sneak down there. If I see you, I'll stop and say hi. But, uh, again, Warner Coliseum, Minnesota Muskie Expo this weekend. Give it a shot. Paul Hartman, thanks for joining us. We're uh, proud to promote you, pal. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the chance. All right. We'll talk to you later on. Take care. Bye now. Man, that's big. They have like 100 exhibitors, like you said, you know, and they got the kids' zone. They got all this. I wish I wanted to talk to more about side imaging. Are you ready, buddy? Let's give it a shot here. We're going to be right back with our buddy Will Goble. He's the uh, fishing plumber, the plumbing fisherman. I forget what I call him. We can talk about jumbo perch. Go to mybobcountry.com right now and vote on the Bob FM Chillin' and Grillin' giveaway. Someone's winning a brand new big green egg from the butchery of Maple Lake, and you get to decide who. You can vote once a day, so check out the pictures and vote at mybobcountry.com. So you've never been to Devil's Lake, North Dakota? You gotta. Devil's Lake has been rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country for many years for many reasons. Hey, plenty of walleyes, of course, with no slot limits. You've heard it before. 365 days season, five a day in tenant possession. That's crazy. And jumbo perks are a blast to catch. Devil's Lake got many guide services that'll make sure your ice fishing trip will make you want to come back. Hey, bring your family. Let's have some fun. Check out devilsLakeND.com and thanks.
Your boating, fishing, and hunting season opens at the Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show. We're bringing hundreds of boats, fishing boats, runabouts, pontoons, and more. Plus fishing tackle, docks and lifts, marine electronics, hunting and outdoor gear. Book trips with resorts, guides, and outfitters, too. There's fun for everyone. Fishing seminars, live music, a trout pond for the kids, daily giveaways, and more. March 9th through the 12th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Discover Boating Northwest Sports Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance. Shop boats and buy tickets at NorthwestSportsShow.com. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo is back in conjunction with the Minnesota Anglers Boat Show and sponsored by Ranger Boats. Featuring seminars, retailers, resorts, factory reps, lures, rods, reels, guides, boats, and more. Kids will love making lures, trout fishing, and games. Georgia's Minnesota Muskie Expo runs March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Warner Coliseum at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Frankie's Marine and Ranger Boats with the lowest prices on Ranger, Crestliner, and Lund. For more information, visit mnmuskieexpo.com. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional furnace repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your furnace goes out during a cold winter day. If you have a unit that's ready to roll over, Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any furnace system and can get your house warm and cozy again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your furnace goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it is too late. DazealHVAC.com. Mark here for my friend and co-host Sam, the owner of Capper's Outdoors. Sam is getting ready to be at the Northwest Sports Show in Minneapolis this weekend. If you get a chance to go to the show, check out the Capper's booth, say hi to Sam, tell him Mark sent you because they have some crazy things going on. Great deals on G. Loomis rods, reels, electronics. He even has a big section for turkey hunting. He brought in a lot of new stuff for that. And turkey hunting is right around the corner. So get stocked up on all that stuff. If you can't make it, go to the store in Blaine. 40% off FXR gear right now at Capra's. Go to Capra's Outdoors right off Highway 65 in Blaine. It's time for Capra Sporting Goods Ice Fishing Clearance Sale. Get select ice fishing stuff for up to 30% off. Get huge discounts on electric augers like Strike Master, Ion, and Razor. Electronics like Garmin Livescope, Vexlar, Markham, Otter and Eskimo sleds and hubs, rods, reels, tackles, and more. These are the best deals of the year. In-store only. Call or come in for specific pricing on what you're looking for. While supplies last, Capra's Outdoors on Highway 65 in Blaine. You know who has deals? Capra's has deals. Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota doesn't claim to be Minnesota's trout headquarters just because no one else does. They actually carry the largest selection of lake trout tackle found anywhere in northern Minnesota, and much of it is custom-made right there at Arrowhead. This season, Arrowhead Outdoors is the only store in town renting ice houses for lake trout. And if you never caught a lake trout through the ice, get ready for an experience worth sharing. Hey, come relish the wilderness and the serenity of Ely area, and let Arrowhead Outdoors help you catch a few trout. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey, better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my Power Sports dealer for over seven years. Visit PowerLodge.com. All right, let's get right back into it. I got a buddy named, oh, I got to fill my thing here. But Will Goebel's on the, the show tonight, and uh, Will is one of our regular guests because he's got a lot to talk about, and he speaks well. He's a lot of fun. Will, thanks for joining us again. 
How's it going tonight, guys? Every day's a gift, my friend. Every day's a gift. You are all over the place, and somehow you just came back from fishing jumbo perch someplace down by the Minnesota-Wisconsin-Iowa border. How did you end up there, and aren't somehow you got a hold of somebody who's an airboat guy. How did it end up going down that way? Well, uh, I was watching Jason Mitchell on uh, Saturday morning, and he was fishing with uh, the guide uh, Bill Ortiz is his name. And, you know, they were fishing these big, giant jumbo perch in like three to five feet of water, and it just looked so awesome. I had a phone number at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the episode, and I gave him a call, and between him and his wife, Jennifer, they were fantastic. That and they were very reasonably priced. They were only 150 bucks a guy. Which wow! Was the cheapest out of anybody I found down there. So for um, for four hours it, or what? That's eight hours, or until uh, you catch your limit. And so your limit's 25 per person. And he typically brings out like six to eight people per day. You know, so if if he brings out eight of you, that's 200 perch. So <laughs> now. Given we didn't catch our limit, uh, we caught a pile of fish. But um, uh, not every time you catch your limit, but uh, several times out there this year, he has been. They have been uh, putting up those kind of numbers. Cool. Now, Will, you know, normally we think jumbo perch, you know, twenty-five, thirty feet of water. What are these giant perch doing in three feet of water? Well, out there. Um, they're chasing the grubs up there in that in those shallow, shallow backwaters, and so you know you're just running traffic on what you would consider a trough. Now, like I said, it's only three to five feet deep, and that's because the rest of the area around you is a foot or less. Okay. Listen, so you're running. You're, you're just running traffic in these troughs, mm-hmm. and these perch are up there just chasing those grubs. Now, when you're doing that, you want to make sure that you have some tip-ups with you because chasing those perch are some big, big pike. And we had a uh, heyday out there with those big pike, too. Yeah, you, t- you said, what was the biggest one? You, you showed a picture of that when your buddy caught that one. No, I caught that one. The Did biggest you? one was, uh, that was 37 37 inches with an 18-inch girth. So we figured that was probably like 16, 17 pounds. Okay, so you were doing, oh, was that on a tip-up then? Yep, that was on a tip-up in the right. Shiner. I want to talk more about the airboat. Now, does the airboat go on water, over water and ice? How does that work? Yeah, so um, you, you meet them at the boat launch, and you throw all, all of your gear into the front of the boat, which um, is like a 20-foot airboat. And then... Uh, the ice is fairly sketchy on the river down there just because of the current and it doesn't freeze that well. So you're breaking through, you know, the majority of the way across the river. Um, and obviously you're in a boat, so you're floating, and then you just skip right back up onto the ice um, once it's thick enough to hold the boat. And then out there in that backwater, that's about 12 inches of ice that we were fishing on. Um, so... You know, it, it was, uh, and it was actually very consistent in that backwater. You know, when you're, you're talking about the airboat, it sounds like a big boat. Were you ever anxious or a little intimidated by being on that thing, float, going across the river? Not at all. I thought it was, I thought it was an experience of a lifetime. Mm. Um, 
to be honest, it was, uh, you know, it was a little chilly. Just, uh, I can imagine. Hey, boys, I hate to interrupt, and I know we normally don't do this or anything, but I do got a call on the line, and, and it sounds kind of important. So, uh, can Will can Will hang on? Yeah, Will can stay for sure. All right, but uh, all right, Luke, you're on with the boys. Luke, Luke, who, who's who's Luke? Luke Lenneman. Luke Lenneman, my buddy, Luke Lenneman. You know, remember that name, Mark? He's the guy was we talked about last week who just got married. Oh was on yeah. Idaho. And they went like on their honeymoon to catch some perch <laughs> wet out in Idaho. This is a special. Thanks for getting getting a hold of us, Luke. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing well. We have Will Goble on the other line. Will's a an avid fisherman. Just came back from fishing perch in southern Minnesota on an airboat. You probably heard part of that. Not quite as exciting as going to Idaho, but that's that's a thrill. Is Emily with you as well? Yes, she is. I am. Emily, Hello. well, thanks for being on the Four Outdoors. Congratulations, you two. When did you get married? What was the date you guys got married? Uh, last Saturday, so the 25th of February. Emily, you are a saint, man. You're, you're, you're the envy of, your husband's the envy of every guy who loves the outdoors. Good for you guys. So you guys must have met someplace a long time ago and both ended up knowing, finding out they love fishing and hunting and all that kind of stuff, right? Or did you, someone teach somebody else to love this sport? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a big part of our lives ever since we met. So it's been a really good time. That's a special deal. How was now? What the name of the lake you guys were in, in uh, at Idaho? It's a very popular lake. Cascade. Was yeah. It? Yep, yep. We ended up going out to uh, Lake Cascade. So it's uh, it's been a really big destination for a lot of people, and uh, we didn't really know what we wanted to do for our honeymoon, so we just decided, well, let's go ice fishing. So we uh, ended up ended up looking around and ended up finding that place, and uh, we ended up hiring a guide, and uh, it was a, it was a really good time. We had a lot of fun, caught a lot of a lot of big perch, and uh, it was it was definitely worth it. What what was your biggest perch? Uh, it wasn't the best because the weather was off, but uh, Emily, of course, the women always do. Yep. Uh, <laughs> She did outfish me. She did end up getting right around a two pounder. It was about fourteen and a half inches, so it wasn't wasn't nothing huge for that lake, but it was uh, it was definitely a fish it of a lifetime. Really fun to catch. How blessed you guys are! I tell you what, that's that's a it's a great story. Congratulations on your on your wedding. We're gonna have you on and go through the whole trip with us, okay? But right now we're going to get back to Will Goble. I just wanted to talk to you and congratulate you guys. And, and you got yourself one hell of a woman there, apparently. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys. Maybe have you guys in studio and talk about the entire trip. I think that would be a riot. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Love to do it. All right. You guys take care of yourselves. Congratulations. Uh, have some of those perks tonight. And you come in the studio here in a couple of weeks, bring us a few perks, and I'll bring you some uh, fish from Florida. We'll, we'll, we'll do some bartering here. Deal. That sounds great. <laughs> Emily, take care of yourself. When Luca, we'll get back to you. We'll get you in, in the studio maybe in a week or two, all right? Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Take yeah. care of yourself. What do you think about that, Mr. Goble? I think that the Cascade sounds really fun. I've, I've looked into that before, and there are some monsters out there. I thought you were going to say finding a woman like Emily is, is, is what you been thinking about all these years <laughs> well uh, he found himself a unicorn there <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a great story how about yeah i mean can you picture that how many women uh-huh. do we know that say honey let's go ice fishing yeah, on our honeymoon that's not happening for me that's a, yeah that's yeah, that's a special story right there well 
That's a great story. Let's get back to you in, in this down in, in southern Minnesota. Uh, how far was it right on the on the Iowa border? Well, it's actually Wisconsin where we were fishing. We uh-huh. were fishing in Fair, in Ferryville, Wisconsin, and on the other side of the river is Iowa. Um, I don't remember the city, but anyways. It's actually probably like 30 or 40 miles south of the Minnesota border. Okay. Um, and it's it's a, only a three-hour drive from our uh, from my house here in Montemedi. Yeah. Well, I'll tell so, you what. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was I was just gonna add on the on the way down. It was uh, it was actually Grumpy Old Men Festival in Wabasha that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i swear i swear max goldman was sitting was sitting across the bar from us where we where we stopped for dinner <laughs> remember mike's goldman oh, yeah. mark oh, yeah. yeah yeah anyway you told me this before what wasn't it some kind of a contest every year about someone who looks like lot, a lot like max goldman or something and this guy wins every year no, it was it was the uh, it was the grumpy old men best dress contest, and, and he he was walking, he was leaving the bar, and I I leaned over and I said, "Well, have a good night, Mr. Goldman," and uh, he chuckled and laughed, and my my buddy with me, he asked him, he said, "Did you win the best dress contest?" And he says, seven years running." <laughs> so he looks a lot like Walter Matthau. You're saying. He was this, he was Walter Matthau's doppelganger. Oh, that's funny. He could funny. have been his twin brother. <laughs> now, ba- based on your enthusiasm about this little trip that you've taken, you've done a lot of stuff. This is something you're going to do again, is my guess. And my guess also is you would have appreciated that whether you caught a fish or not just because of the experience of the boat. Oh, without a doubt. I, yeah, it was, it was an experience of a lifetime, and I will definitely be doing it, uh, it again. Now, Bill, the, uh, the guide, he uh, he had a good way of uh, putting it. He says you're paying me a hundred bucks for an airboat ride and fifty bucks for me to take you go to take you fishing. That's funny. <laughs> that's and, funny. And th- it was it. That's exactly what it was. It was it was it was pretty fun. So, um, you guys should definitely look into doing a trip with him next year. Definitely. And the later in the year, the better is what he tells me. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask you that. Is this pretty time sensitive as far as the perch being up that shallow? Is it, you know, March later kind of thing? Well, it's my understanding that um, in December and January, it's just it's not as good because the uh, the perch are more congregated out in the deeper waters of, like, the lakes and the pools of the river down there. Um, they're still catching them up shallow, but, yes, it's... It, uh, it does seem that later in the year, the better it gets. How many perch did you bring home, and have you cooked any yet? Uh, we brought home thirty perch and bluegills, actually. So we brought it was like 19, 19 perch and eleven bluegills, um, and we actually haven't cooked them yet. We're uh, uh, waiting, waiting for Friday. Gonna have a fish fry on oh, Friday. That's, oh, that's right. You're a Catholic. You're a Saint Jude's kind of guy, right? I think. Uh, yep. You used, yep. To, used to be anyway. Good for you. Hey, I'll tell you what, since you mentioned this guy's name, spell his last name. His name is Bill. And if you got the phone yep. number, if you got the phone number, throw it out. Uh, his name is Bill Ortiz, O-R-T-I-Z. Mm-hmm. And uh, his phone number is, give me one second here, his phone number is 608-574-4673. Eight one. 
and that is a Wisconsin phone number. Cool. So how long? I'm gonna go, and like, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like I said, I I found him from Jason Mitchell's uh, from Jason Mitchell's video on YouTube and uh, on Valley Sports North on Sunday morning or Saturday morning. So you can also find his phone number on there. Cool. That's great. I think I saw a, a post from. Travis Frank of Due North must have just went down there this year, probably to air next year as well. Looks like a, a new hot destination for people to try out. It seems like it. That's the hot new thing to do. So, well, let's make a let's make our reservations already for 2024. Let's get let's pay this guy well, some money. We still before got the price. two months left of this year. Let's go uh, this year. Yeah, but I don't think according to what Will's saying, you're not going to get him this year. I would try. I'll oh, give him a call. Oh, okay. I'll might. give him a call. You might be able to get in. He does do spring uh, walleye uh, open water trips down there as well. So he's guiding down there uh, up until about June is what he told me. It's my kind of man. Will Goble, the fishing plumber, thanks for being on the show again. And I, this is a great story. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, as a matter of fact, when I get off the phone, I'm going to give him a call. And uh, we'll talk about it, see what's available the rest of the year. I'd sneak down there for a couple of days. I think it'd be a riot. Good for you. You, you, you get you guys should look into it, and I can I can talk to you guys a little more tomorrow at the Wildwood Lions game dinner. We'll be oh, yeah. there, and we'll be eating some of your venison, right? Oh, yep. You're going to be eating some venison for me. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you tomorrow night in Lake Elmo. Sounds good. We'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, thanks a lot. Hey, that's about it for us, the four outdoorsmen. Get ready for Real Talk Outdoors. Mark Fisher, Larry Hansen, and Tommy and the gang. and They have a lot of fun as well. They know a whole lot more than we do. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next week. My buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.